Welcome to the Dogsthorpe Infant School, part of Hampton Academy's Trust. Captain Dave and Eddie are ready to take you all on another learning journey to meet more great guests and hear about more great resources. Eddie has his paw on the countdown button, so sit back and relax. It's time to dream, believe and shine. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to Eddie's Launchpads. Our first guest on this episode is Sarah Siggs. She's a children's author and she's just written a fantastic book called Mud Boy. Now, I've read Mud Boy and it is well worth a read. Parents, read this book because it's all about bullying. And it doesn't matter how good the school is, how posh the school is, where the school is, Bullying can take place anywhere. And I know that for a fact because I was bullied when I was at school. So get Mud Boy and read it and read it to your children. I'm honoured to have on the show today, Sarah Siggs. Thank you. And it's great to have the chance to talk about Mud Boy because it is a really important book. It's interesting listening to what you've just said. Um, So it, it tackles the subject of bullying in a way that the youngest of children will really understand and it it helps children to understand what bullying is, what it really feels like, and then really importantly, how to get help, what to do if it's happening to them. So I ended up writing Mud Boy um, when um, a child in our family was having a really, really rubbish time at school. And um, I know how helpful books can be. And so I started looking for a book that would help us as a family. And there wasn't one. I mean, it was about 10, over 10 years ago now. And I think things have changed since then. There are a lot, there's a lot more support. But at the time, um, I couldn't find anything. So I started mulling things over in my head. Um, I am a teacher, but, you know, I was experiencing it as a mum. And I thought, OK, what what as a family, what do we need? And and also then as a, I put my teacher head on and I thought, what what do schools need? So that was the the real push to to start to start writing the book. Because I've worked in schools, I, I all the time I was thinking about what can what can teachers use? What you know, so it's it's the story, but there's so much more with, within it. One thing I would say is that um, I've had feedback from teachers and many of them, when they've read it, have actually got quite emotional about it. Um, So if you are a teacher um, or uh, somebody working in school and you're going to read it, you know, it is it's there's nothing wrong with being emotional in front of children. I think that's a really good thing. But it does seem to um, sort of hit lots of spots. Um, It brings up lots of memories and and things. So I'm I'm pleased about that, really, because it makes me feel like, um, you know, it it is doing some good. Interestingly, with so Amy Crosby did the illustrations and in 
when she first did them on the first sort of couple of pages, um, Sam was holding um, an ice cream. And so I was thinking about teaching. I was thinking, oh, no, let's have something different. So in the end, we, we spoke about it and we gave him a beach ball because a beach ball inflated um, is really how you're feeling when things are going great for you. And deflated is um, how, you know, you feel if you're being bullied, that's how, that's how you feel. And so that was a really visual thing. My background is in special education. And so, um, you know, I, I've always thought about having sort of visual tactile things to help children learn things in every way and that's the same for young children as well they like to be able to see things feel things you know sort of play with things so a beach ball is a really good way of talking to children about what happy and what sad feels like the other thing is that by using mud so in in the story of mud boy there I'm using mud and um, as as words, so so you can see the mean mud words. And um, I have a recipe for um, play play dough, mud dough, I call it. And so that's again, that's something else that children can sort of see visually see. Um, when I go into schools, I take um, different activities with me, and one of them is something called "Don't be a mean bean," and that is a um, that has a that they're bean bags and and you know so that so there's an activity that you use with sort of with with bean bags so um lots of things in my mind were as I was writing the book I was thinking how how is this going to help help in school one of the other things as as a family that we found were the emotions that you feel so if you find your child is being bullied you actually you you have all this you sort of you're overwhelmed with emotion yourself so um they're, they're, Sam has three sisters and um, one of them wanted to cry all the time one of them wanted to hug him and not let go and the other one was really really angry and I think as a parent you have or a, 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 if you're in, in that caring role you have that all those those feelings um, but a bit later in the book when first of all Sam it's hard to tell somebody if you're being bullied so in the story Sam tells his cat and then he goes on to tell his mum and his mum listens and then she listens again. So and I think that's really important. If you're a parent and your child tells you that they're being bullied, you really need to listen and not necessarily react in the way that you want to react. Schools want to help. They don't want bullying happening in their school. So, you know, and, you know, you're you're parents and schools they're they're a family together they want the best for for your child and so you you need to um I would say write down the things that are happening it's schools and teachers they get very busy but if things are written down it's easier to see um what's going on so so take a step back write things down and go to the school because the school really really want to help will want to help your child as as much as you do as I was writing Mud Boy, what I realised was that if children can feel great about themselves, if they can like themselves, and that's a, one of the great things that um, Anti-Bullying Week sort of brings together, that those, those sort of things. If children can like themselves, it's easier to ignore that. that you know, if the, the bully is wrong, um, the bully is not right about you. They've got it wrong. And you need to believe in yourself. You need to stand um, strong in who you are. 
Um, and, you know, if you are being bullied, you aren't alone. And there, there are lots of us cheering you on. Um, certainly, it sounds like you and I, Dave, will be cheering, you know, really loudly during anti-bullying week. But also, uh, uh, you know, anti-bullying week is one week. Bullying doesn't just happen or isn't just sorted in a week. It's uh, something that you have to think about ongoing. And uh, lots of schools do that now. So that's that's something to be pleased about. But, yeah, if you if children can, if we can teach our children to to love themselves I've actually got my sister made me um a, a positive pebble and on it it says I love me and it, and sometimes it's hard to say that you know we're very good at saying the negative things about ourselves and it's far more difficult to say positive things about ourselves but if we can say do you know what I'm okay I like me I love me um I don't care what you think about me where school is tricky there will be times when you know, children fall out when when things aren't going well, when somebody will be mean to you. I mean, every adult has had times when people have been mean to them. You know, it's a fact of life. But if you can say, well, you know what, you you can believe that, but I know I'm okay, then you know it, it sort of gives you that strength to step over the the bullying moments and to you know make and to have the best life that you can have. Um, you can buy Mud Boy um, from from Amazon, from Jessica Kingsley Publishers from Waterstones and if you've got a local um, independent bookshop if you go in you can order it from there um, and so Sarah Stiggs that's me I'm the author Amy Crosby is the illustrator and there are notes at the back from Dr Pookie Knightsmith so you know so if you put any of those names in Mud Boy will will come up so the next book that I've just finished is called Hug Words so Mud Words are the mean words and hug words are the kind words. And so it sort of follows on from, from that. This podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog, bringing hugs, paw shakes and high fives. This Cavalier King Charles Spaniel helps our stars to dream, believe, shine. As we draw closer and closer towards World Book Day, we've got authors coming on the show from all different backgrounds, from all parts of not only the country, from all parts of the UK. And here is someone who's from Wales. She's over in Bridge End, but she's from Wales. And we say hello to Elizabeth Ratcliffe. So I was always told as a children's picture book author not to write about cats and dogs because it was overdone. But I thought I'd come across a very good idea because all the characters in my book really do exist. So Larry the cat is actually uh, employed as a civil servant at number 10 Downing Street to do all the mousing. And he actually does live there, along with the prime minister and Dylan the dog. And there are another two cats in the book called Gladstone and Palmerston. And they also uh, do very important jobs as well in Whitehall. So I thought to myself, this is just really, really good because how many picture books out there actually have characters in that really, really do exist. So I love the idea of writing about Larry the cat because he's got so much personality. He's uh, probably one of the most photographed cats in the entire world. Uh, but I didn't have a storyline. And any book, even if it's a picture book, has to have a good beginning, middle and end. And then one day, the prime minister took in a rescue dog, actually interestingly enough, from Rontherkin and Tap in Wales, called Dylan. Now, when Dylan the dog came on the scene, I thought to myself, well, I've got a really, really, really good idea for a picture book. 
because Larry now, who's been top cat at number 10 Downing Street, who is chief mouse catcher and does all these terribly important things in Downing Street, um, and considers himself the most important cat in the UK, uh, he now has to contend with uh, a cute little puppy dog that's come in and is, quite frankly, put his whiskers out of joint because he doesn't like being uh, not the number one in the house with the prime minister. And basically, Larry tries to put Dylan in the doghouse. Uh, lots of funny scenarios, him doing this. But I'm not going to spoil the book for you. An incident occurs in Downing Street where Larry gets catnapped by a cat burglar and Dylan saves the day. Uh, I had a brilliant um, illustrator working with me from Scotland called Dave Hill. I would say that it's from any age where you'd start reading a book to, to your child. And I know some people do that from early, early babies um, up until I'd say first, second primary school. So it's kind of a book, really, that you'd read to a child. And as soon as I saw Dave Hill's work, I thought that is that is the perfect illustrator to bring Larry the cat to life. And, um, you know, he just did it fantastically. I think he's captured Larry to a T and all the characters. And, you know, I mean, if you've had a look, you can see Boris Johnson's even in the book. It's available everywhere. So Amazon stock it, W. Smith stock it, uh, Waterstone stock it, a lot of independent bookshop stock it. Or if your local bookshop doesn't stock it, they can always order it in. But it's pretty much universally available. It's, it's, it's not difficult to, to get hold of a copy. Larry the cat is so popular that um, I need to capitalise on that and I will be writing a follow-up book but yeah. I'm not sure at the moment I'm not going to give too much away I've got ideas mm -hmm. but there are a few other cats as well that are on the scene that um, I could potentially use in this book um, but definitely Larry and Dylan will be in there um, I think that reading is incredibly important and get people reading from a very young age to see how special it is. Because when you can read a book, you'll never be lonely and you can escape into all sorts of different worlds. So even if you're not having a very good day, a book can take you out of yourself. So I, my message is very much read from an early age. You're listening to Launchpad, the Dogthorpe Infant School podcast. We've got someone else waiting on the launch pad to talk to us now. Her name is Carly, and she works for Five a Day, a wonderful uh, fitness support and resource for schools. They've been going for over 10 years. They were doing some fantastic works in our schools, and Carly's here to tell us about it. Um, five a Day Fitness is a program for primary schools um, to help uh, engage and create opportunities for increased physical activity throughout the school day. So it's um, it's a way to enhance the physical education curriculum. So I'm a, a PE teacher myself um, and kind of noticed that children are really active um, in their PE lessons, which is great. But um, the rest of the time, they're quite, there's not as much activity as there could be. And it's nobody's fault. We've As teachers, we've just got too much to fit in. So we're... We tried to find ways to um, help teachers and uh, the members of staff in the classrooms um, find opportunities to increase the amount of physical activity. So things such as brain breaks or wake and shake style activities first thing in the morning um, and anything that kind of links to the curriculum or that you can have as a brain break um, is going to be good and kind of increase that physical activity, which we all know does us 
does us well and especially helps prepare our brains for learning. So that yeah. was kind of our aim. Yeah. To get kids moving around more. <laughs> yeah, because the it, it is a it is an it is an issue, isn't it, in schools that the that because we've got to go through the curriculum and do so much. Um, sport has over the years been pushed further and further back. It's coming back and um, we we have sports at Dogsthorpe Infants and we get them active. But there are certain times in the day when they do need a li- little bit of a move round in the classroom. So this is great. How, how does it work? Yes, um, I totally agree. Yep. Um, it's it, I think it's hard. Teachers have so much to do and there's so many great resources out there for not just physical activity, um, all different subjects, but, but quite a lot of the time I found it, you have to train and prepare to use those resources, which would save you time or enhance your teaching, but you don't have the time to do that. So we tried to create something that was dead easy to use. And hopefully um, it is just as simple as logging in, choosing which uh, resource you want to follow. And they're all in the form of kind of follow along um, videos and things like this um, and just press play and go. So five a day is designed to be used in the classroom, a reasonable size classroom. And the idea is that it's a five minute um, fitness break or five minute fun fitness um, and physical activity break so it could be done in the middle of the lesson it could be done first thing in the morning uh, if the, the kind of learning's got a bit stagnant or if the children need kind of energizing or perhaps the other way around you think they're a bit energetic and you need to calm them down a bit either way um, and teachers can just log onto our website through their school account choose one of the routines which are all five minutes long uh, bring it up on the whiteboard and there is a themed activity routine to follow along that could be pirates that could be spacemen that could be a jive that could be disco um and to go with that which is kind of quite unique uh to sort of physical activity resources in classroom is um an audio description of the moves as they're happening uh in time with the music so hopefully we're hitting the visual and the audio learners as well but as the teacher you don't have to join in or even get involved but it's great if they do because it's fun I always remember and dread the first day of the year that the children allowed out on the school field to play at lunchtime and they come back covered in grass stains, mm. ridden with hay fever, um, daisies in their hair. And in that case, they kind of need to be calmed down. Whereas quite a lot of the time after lunch, there's that, oh, I'm sleepy, I'm tired, I mm. need a nap. Um, so either way, you can use it to burn off energy or you can use them to kind of uh, energize children. But we also um, have two-minute resources on our website. Uh, and they're called Time to Chill, and they focus on balance, relaxation, coordination, mindfulness, and they're a lot more calming. So they're great sometimes if you need to kind of bring them back down. Or, again, if if they're on a lull, just kind of focus them. So perhaps things like before an exam or um, before the the school play, when you just need to take that, you need to focus them and have their energy up, but just take the – Kind of put a lid on the energy, if you know what I mean. Contain it, but but keep it going. Mm, sounds good. And and the fact that they can just turn on the whiteboard and you you, you appear. I've been on the website and it looks like you um, you dress up as well, don't you? Well, yes, because we try to make it it fun rather than it being okay, children. This is the time we're going to do PE. Um, I myself love PE, and hence why I became a PE teacher. Um, but I also understand that a lot of children are disaffected by sport and physical activity. And I sometimes think if you go, right, we're going to do our exercises now, 
there's quite often half the class that go, I don't want to do that. Yeah. They, if they think they can't do it. They think they're not fit enough. They think their body type doesn't fit. Whereas, especially with younger children, if you dress it up as something else, rather than saying, we're going to do our exercises now, if you say, we're going to be our spacemen and we can march on the spot mm. and we can do star jumps and we can spin and do various different um, physical movements, but we do it whilst we're being a spaceman or whilst we're being a robot or whilst we're being a pirate. Who doesn't want to be a pirate? Um, so, yes, all the uh, routines have a different theme. And we also, as well as having costumes, we also uh, write our own music. So the music is written in line with that theme. Right. Oh, right. So you have your own music. music. Mm. Rough, rough figures. If a school is listening to this, and it could very well be Dogsthorpe Infants, but if another school is yes. listening, how um, much would it cost? Well, for many different... Yeah, our current full subscription price uh, for the year, with all the resources included and our new competition we're releasing and some of our uh, worksheets and everything to go with it, is £380 for the year. Um, but I'm going to push the boat out there and say that anyone's listening, if they get in touch and told us that they're listening, we will give you a 20% discount on that. Um, oh, and we right. also do a home access package as well. Um, because it is for, for school use, but s many of our schools choose to add on our home access package and they get a separate login then for all the parents and pupils. Um, and they can see the same version of the website, but not with account information on it or things like that. Mm. Um, and then the pupils can use it at home as well if they want to. But that, that that's worth it in itself, isn't it? The fact that they can yeah, do, it it, at, do it at home with their parents. Yes. Uh, and that was pretty, I mean, we have, it was used a lot before, but that was particularly helpful, I think, during lockdown for many schools um, when there was homeschooling going on. Mm. Um, we got lots of lovely videos of people doing using our resources and doing the routines in their front rooms or in their gardens. We had one particular dad and his little daughter did the superhero routine <laughs> and sent us in a wonderful video, which was great fun. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been nice. Um, and I think one of the things that is quite helpful for schools to know is that, um, a five a day subscription bit can be funded through the school sports premium, the sports premium mm -hmm. funding that, um, schools get, because one of the key initiatives on that is to increase physical activity throughout the whole school day, right? Um, which is our aim to do. So Brilliant. we fit in quite nicely with that. Yeah, fantastic. Well, all you teachers listening, if you think this is something for you, all you senior leaders, if there's something there that you need to discuss, um, think about five a day because they, they are really, really good. I've been and had a look at the website. It's really good. Obviously, um, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, Carly, where's the best place to go? I'm guessing it's the website, but do you want to give all the details? Yeah, the website is www.5-a-day.tv or www.5-a-dayfitness.com. Well, that's it for another week, folks. Captain Dave and Eddie will be back again soon with another launchpad. They'll have more great guests, more places to see, and more interesting things to share on the learning journey. So, until next week, be kind, be respectful, and always remember to dream, believe, and shine. <laughs>